everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Moral Hangover Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Dombrowski, with my co-host, Victoria Bruno. Happy Monday, everyone. Hello. How are you today? You know, same shit, different day. It's actually really nice out today, and I did make my workout class, and they decided to film me as I was face down, ass up in an exercise. And other than that, I got a nice little walk in, listened to Nick Biles' podcast. I mean, a pretty good day to me, honestly. That is a good day. How was yours? My day was good. I had to run to CVS during the work day, which was like, I don't like leaving my house during the day. I'm like convinced that like something will happen at work, mm-hmm. even though it never does. And I know you're queen of running errands during lunch. If you, have- I was going to say, when you're saying that, I was like, I love it. I like live for it. I'm like, oh, don't mind me. Just stay at home, mom. I know. I Whenever I make like an errand during the work day, I'm like, I feel like Katie. I know she always does this. <laughs> Okay, not always, Victoria. Don't make me. <laughs> In case my coworkers listen to this, no, I'm just kidding. I, not I a usually, bad way, but you're official with your time when you have like a lunch break. You're like, okay, I need to do this. Let's. Go I to- usually block it off. Like I usually will block off my lunch if I need to run errands or like go to the post office or something. Because I'm like, realistically, when am I going to get there? I'm not going to get there at five o'clock when they're closed. Yeah, exactly. And I went. I had to go to CVS because I'm going to Denver tomorrow, so I needed just like a few travel things and. Yeah. Okay. Are you excited for your trip? Yes, except I haven't really packed. So I need to do that after this. Are you stressed about packing? Absolutely. Okay, so I've been to Denver. I've only been to Denver once. And I was visiting a friend. This was like two years ago. What is like the vibe to bring to Denver? Because like when I went, I went in the winter. So I don't know what the summer vibe is for Denver. That's what I asked. I think it's like kind of chill. So basic like jeans, sandal in a top except it's that time of year where during the day it's like 70 80 degrees but at night Mm -hmm. it goes down to like 45 50 so I'm like what jacket do I pack it's like jacket weather and that's what I hate because and I guess it was it's kind of like I feel like in the winter it's jacket weather at the bars you have to wear a jacket when you go to the bars then you're carrying your jacket the whole entire time but it's the same thing with spring if you're out all day and you're going out into the night from your day and you can only pack you know, your purse and a freaking jacket, you're stuck with the jacket all day. I know. So like what my strategy is, is I just wear a long sleeve shirt and people might be like, oh my God, at the bar, you're going to sweat. I don't really get that hot at bars. So it's like a good. Okay. All right. Good. Well, I'm excited for you in this trip. Is it a group or is is it just you? It's a group trip with my friends from college who, you know. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's one of my friends' birthday, which she, I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but She just moved to Denver and she was from Philly and she visited there, I think like September or whatever. And then she fell in love with it. And a few months Mm -hmm. later was like, I'm making the move. And I wish I could be that spontaneous with life, but Mm Denver is the hot spot. The comedian I listen to is obsessed with Denver. I feel like I know people who are trying to move there. I have a friend who's already out there. I know. So let's see, maybe I'm going to be one of those people that's like, F this, I'm going to Denver. (laughs) Okay. Well, you can't because you have a life update. All right. Tell us your life update. Yes. Andrew and I signed our lease. Woo! Uh, one thing we did that was kind of crazy is we signed a two-year lease. Holy shit. Which I don't really tell many people, but now I'm telling um, the world, us, our yeah. listener, our listenership. Because, <laughs> okay, so we really wanted this place. And the woman was like, someone else is competing for it, but I like you guys better will you mm-hmm. sign a two-year lease? And Andrew and I looked at each other. We're like, yeah, we'll do it. 
Okay, but is it cheaper if you do the two-year lease? Because I know sometimes apartment buildings try to get you being like, oh, if you do a longer lease, it's cheaper. Well, no, they didn't get me that way, but it's going to be nice because year over year, there's a rent increase whenever you have to resign your lease. So at mm-hmm. least like if we do plan on staying there for two years, like it will be nice for us next year that we won't have a rent increase. Okay, good. Well, That's awesome. We're helping future selves, but we're also committed to a place for two years. But I love it enough that, I'm good for two years. That's all that matters. I feel like, and I was saying this to someone else the other day. We were, I was talking with someone about apartment shopping and uh-huh. it's honestly like, if you feel like you're in a space that feels good for your mental health and I like, I feel like so many bitches are like, oh, for your mental health. But seriously, like, yeah, that like makes you happy and like makes you feel like at home, calm, like everything you want. It's just going to be game changer. Yeah, exactly. And it's in like a, an apartment complex, which I really wanted because I wanted to move to the city, but it just worked out with Andrew's job that we're staying in Westchester. So I'm happy that I'm living in like a sky rise building. Cause I'm like, oh, I get a little bit of like city living life, but in the suburbs, like the city perks. Yeah. Without the city. I think it was like Philadelphia. It's like the city perks about like the trash everywhere. And it's smelling like poop. Exactly. And the crime. exactly. Well, that's really exciting. I'm really happy for you. What's really funny is, well, when you're in an apartment building, it comes with a lot of rules. So the lady, the manager sent me all these rules and I can be a really passive aggressive person. And she kept emailing me today. Hello, Victor. Hi, Victor. Like multiple times. My name is not Victor. And I've like kept signing the email. Thank you, Victoria. And also your Gmail says Victoria. Exactly. I'm like, does she realize that she's calling me Victor? Andrew texts me and he's like, did you mean to misspell her name because she keeps spelling your name wrong? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I go and I look at my emails and after her calling me Victor so many times, I called her Salary by accident. What's her real name? Sally. And I was like, hi, Salary. And Andrew's like, I, because I can be very passive aggressive. And Andrew's like, I totally thought you did that on purpose because you're like, F you, you spelled my name wrong. You probably did it subconsciously or like maybe you're just in a rush writing the email. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking I need more money. So I'm like, salary, let's increase the salary. Or it could have been autocorrect. Honestly, with a name like that, you can go anyway. The first thing when you're looking in your inbox is Victoria Bruno. It doesn't say Victor Bruno. Your whole name is there. Like, I don't know how there's confusion with that. Yeah. And then if she scrolls down, I'm like, what? I don't know. Only there because I know people are really upset about that kind of stuff. So she might want to work on that. I know she might want to. But how is your life? Have you been on hinge dates? Tell us the update. Yeah. So no. Um, yeah, no. I know I said like two weeks ago, I was like, yeah, my hinge is doing so well. It's just not my time. It's not my time. The whole thing is just, I don't feel like entertaining conversations with people that I really don't even want to go on dates with. Um, I was kind of doing it to so just be like, oh, let me put myself out there. And I'm like, I just don't. You're over it. It's just not, it's not serving me. It's not serving me in this moment. Yeah. Plus hot girl summer is right around the corner. I don't know if I like being single for summer, but that's like another topic for another day. I don't know. I think there's a lot of expectations if you're single over the summer, like thinking you're going to get so much ass, but it's like, it's just like a a hornball season. Everyone's just throwing themselves at everyone. Everyone's half naked. There's just a lot of competition. There's a lot of um, Olympians in the Olympics. Yeah. Like there's more pressure that like you need to go out, you need to do things. And then on top of that, like meet boys, get with boys, do all that. Yeah. I'm just living life. I'm just living life. Just live life. Put your energy into what makes you happy. Yes. 
which I don't know what that is. Just kidding. I feel like it's a mix. You know, it's working. See, that's what I think just adulthood is. You working. feel like you always until you die. <laughs> no, it's just a living life. Like it always seems like, okay, well, if I had a boyfriend this summer, then my summer would be great. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be annoying having a boyfriend in the summer, to be completely honest. Not like you've already had one for a while, but I'm saying if you newly got a boyfriend in the summer. Yeah. But, um, you know, just living life, whatever comes my way, being positive, being open. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's pressure to get to like what you want to have by summer. And it's sometimes it's just not reality. You need to like not be so hard on yourself. So just live life. Oh, I'm, I'm like not even like there's like not a care in the world, like to be completely honest. I, I, really, I don't even know the last time I went out, maybe like four weekends ago. Like I went out in April. But that was really it. I guess it's May, so that's not that long ago. But like, I really haven't been. Go- I, I haven't been seeking. I'm like, that's not my main thing. Like, my main thing right now is healthy habits. Although I did get McDonald's last night. I was eating really healthy yesterday, and a bitch just snapped. I ate a smoothie in the morning, and then I had vegetable noodles for lunch. And by the time five o'clock around, I was like, fuck this. I'm starving. I went home and I had a nail appointment with my mom. And then we were sitting in the chair until like six thirty. And I'm like, I'm literally starving. There's McDonald's down the street. I just need something. So that was my little fix. I did something very similar. You just have to. You honestly have to. Yeah. I was like eating healthy all day. And then it was like 730. I still haven't had dinner. And I was like, I snapped. And my mom's like, do you want to get some Chinese food? I was like, absolutely. That sounds mm-hmm. so good. I've actually been craving hibachi. That's why I texted hibachi today in that group message. I'm like someone just go to hibachi with me. I'm like, I don't even care who goes with me. Just like someone. I love hibachi. If you ever visit me, we'll go to hibachi because there's really good hibachi places by me. Okay, great. No, I'm like 100% going to. All right, well, let's dive into some pop culture recaps. So I want to quickly talk about Jack Harlow because the internet has been going crazy about him. I think ever since, yeah, I think ever since first class. Well, no, like I feel like people, he was put on the map when What's Poppin' came out and then he's had little clips that come out of him like flirting with other people on the red carpet like he had that sweetie moment where he went up to her and he's like I'm Jack like whatever the fuck he said and then there was a recent thing that I like rewatched 20 times of him and Ember Chamberlain yes and he's like, love you and she's like she's like love you too like it was like flirting he I guess she said are you nervous like do any nerves come for you the day of the event and he was like do they come for you and then she was like I would have like literally like chat my pants I'd be like ah. So she was like, actually, yeah. And he's like, okay, then they do for me too. And I was just like, all right, you could cut the sexual tension with this, a knife. He is such a fuck boy. I kind of love it though. Maybe I like it because he's toxic. I don't know. Um, but he went on an interview and he said he doesn't like toxic girls. Really? Yeah. Comes from a fuck boy who would say he doesn't like toxic girls. He probably makes them toxic with the games he plays. I don't know. Like, mm. I don't know. I mean, he probably plays games now because he's rich and he can. He's like yeah. rich and famous and he can. But I wonder, I always wonder how people performed in life before they hit that big milestone. How they performed. Honestly. By perform, by perform, I mean anyone becomes popular when you're famous. Do you know what I mean? Like you could be weird as shit in normal life, but when you become famous, you're automatically like a who's who. Yeah. So I just wonder what he was like pre-fame is what I mean. Like how he like went about life pre-fame, like what that was like, what that looked yeah. like. I don't think he's that attractive. I think he's one of those guys that really makes it up in his personality. Yeah, and his he swagger. totally does. He definitely, he's swag. And this goes back to like why swag is everything. 
Yeah. It's well, no, like- I also confident boys who are too confident, like piss me off though, because if they're too confident, like if they're flirting with you, they're flirting with everyone else. Is yeah. What it comes down to. And he bothers me because he seems like a little bit too much of a people pleaser. Okay. And then it's like, if he tells every girl that like, oh, they're beautiful. It's like, okay, well, how do you know that? Like, you're the girl he really wants. I mean, I'll still eat this shit up. Like, I'll still eat it up. But like, so are you a Jack Harlow fan? What I don't know how I would date him in real life. Like, I wouldn't date him in real life. But uh-huh. I think it's fun to have a celebrity crush. Like, here I am working my nine to five in my room. Like, it gives me a little bit of joy to think about being a Jack Harlow and the potential of that when I know there's none. So he's your current celebrity crush. Well, Drake forever holds holds it down for me. Okay. I think Drake and I'd be a great couple, but I don't know if I could trust Drake I don't know if I could do all that I feel like these kind of celebrities want people like women who just kind of like put their lives around their careers around the guy's careers because you kind of have to if your career is that big it's really hard to maintain a relationship when you have two careers and you're traveling everywhere not together I think has he ever had a girlfriend like he was publicly with no sketchy I'm sure he's had flings but I was like thinking about this the other day Mm -hmm. and if I was a celebrity I don't know if I would publicly announce who I was dating I don't know if I'd want to put that out there if they if they weren't famous if they weren't famous if it's another famous person like sure whatever fine because everyone already knows them but if they weren't famous I don't know if I would put them on the map because you don't want them to get famous no I don't care about them getting famous I care about our relationship and I don't want I do think that people start coming for people's man's when people like tag them if it's like influencers or whoever else and I just don't want to even open that and I think it would just be nice to have something that's private like I don't I don't know if I would want people talking about my relationship in the public eye yeah I would be so torn because I me on the inside I would totally love to be like a mommy blogger and you need to have a husband to do that well I mean you don't need to have a husband but you know like if you are going down the alley you're usually showing your family life and you're not Mm -hmm. private but then I also understand like, yeah, then you don't get anyone's opinion and you can be private. Yeah. I just think, and I don't know if this is because of Real Housewives and all the men in relationships that have gone to trash because of it. But I do think when you open up your relationship to the public, it definitely becomes messy because everyone has an opinion. And then it's like people are, like I've seen on TikTok, people are like, oh, Mauricio was out cheating on Kyle, like all of this kind of shit. Like, do I know if that happened? No, because a lot of people just make shit up half the time. But yeah. it's like, I just would rather not I don't want any noise around that mm-hmm. is what well, I think it comes down to. Have you heard of like that, the Barstool drama going on right now? Okay. Yes, I have. I don't, I don't really, keep, I know you listen to chicks in the office. I don't personally keep up with it, but someone, someone on TikTok was talking about it and they were basically saying that Rhea and Hank were dating and now she's dating Martin or something. Yes. So Rhea and, um, Hank were dating for four years. They both work at Barstool. Hank is a head honcho at Barstool. Like he's been there since like the beginning. Marty also works at Barstool and him and Rhea are now dating. But Hank and Rhea broke up like a year ago. But Mm -hmm. there's outrage in the office. And Dave came out with a podcast saying like Marty's dead to him. Oh my God. Once his contract's over, like he doesn't want to renew it. He's like, I'm a diehard for my friends. Hank is my like my person like if you betrayed him like we like I don't fuck with you anymore like was being such an asshole which Dave is a complete asshole but anyways he brought Hank and Marty on the podcast to talk it out and one of the things that Hank was saying was like he found out like a month ago that this happened and then it went viral with the news and people are freaking out which like 
such double standards because if it was a guy with two girls no one would give a shit but because it's Mm -hmm. like a girl like such double standards anyways what he was saying is that he he's fine with it like he's over it like marty owed him nothing like yes it's awkward to be at work and see your ex-girlfriend now with a new guy but he's like this summer like i don't want everyone when they see them out to be sending it to me like because that's what people when you open your relationship up on the internet everyone wants to have an opinion so probably Rhea and marty will be doing things this summer and people are going to be sending hank this in his inbox will dms and be like do you see they're together how dare they do this how dare they do that so it's like you can't even get over the breakup because everyone's like rubbing it in your face i almost think half of it i think dave does everything for pr to be completely honest and i think that's half the reason why barstool is what it is is because they ju- they jump on things because they know to get them press do I think these two men are feuding that she dated whoever? I don't think so. Like guys aren't like that in the sense that like, I think they dap each other up. They're like, okay. like, And from my understanding, it seemed like their relationship ended amicably between Rhea and Hank. So why would there be any like animosity? Like people date people in the office all the time. I feel like with Rhea, it's hard to date people when people know who you are. Yeah. So if you like people know who she is, like if she's dating someone who like likes her for her, like good for her. I think it'll blow over. Yeah. I don't understand the outrage. I'm like, just let people do whatever the fuck they want to do because they're going to do it either way. Like they were hiding it. And I guess someone found them in Seattle together. And that's how it started. Acting. Honestly, it's as if like there was a girl in your sorority that you were mutuals with. And then you found out Mm -hmm. she was dating your ex. And then everyone was like, fuck this girl. How dare she date him? Yes. Even though you're broken up for over a year. And it's like, come yeah, on. it's like, keep it fucking moving. It's like, keep it fucking moving. Everyone dates everyone. It's just kind of how it is. When you're, I feel like when everyone's in the same friend circles, people get tossed around. Sadly, it's the truth of it. <laughs> it. Like literally, like if you think about it, like, are you thinking of, you know who, because I'm thinking of, you know, who, who's, I feel like been tossed around. Like, oh yeah, there's, there's a lot of boys from temple that have just tossed around left and right. Like no. they just circulate. Now- they circulate yeah well I hope they don't have to deal with any more issues I'm sure they will but it's like it's yeah. like not a big deal to me that's like not a big deal mm-hmm. um I want to do a recap on summer house have you been watching what's your status the reunion was yesterday yesterday was May 10th we pre-record um the reunion yeah. part one we saw Re- there is reunion part two but we haven't seen it yet when this episode comes out See, I messed up with that. I said I was going to watch Summer House and then I was watching it when it was on when Bachelor was on because it was on the same day. And then when Bachelor ended, I assumed that Summer House ended. I don't know why I thought the TV schedules were similar. And I just found out that it's still been going on. So I'm like, I have all these episodes to catch up on. It's just so crazy to think about the Bachelor timeline because when I think of Bachelor, I think of like the dead ass winter. I don't know why. It just Uh feels so far away from now. I know. And it feels like it ended like years ago. So I'm like, wow, Summer House like really has a lot of episodes. So I need to catch up. But also, look, I feel like with those shows, I already know like what's going on in their lives right now. So mm-hmm. I can go back and watch it. But what do you Well, thoughts? so Paige has been catching a lot of heat for Reunion Part 1. And I've been seeing all of her TikTok that people think that she was a mean girl. She was coming for Lindsay. Um, just like had like some attitude the whole entire time, which was really uncomfortable and cringe to watch. What did she do? What did I miss? She just like, it's not even what she did. She's like her tone. Like she was being like nasty and like had like a stick up her ass kind of. And I stand Paige. I love Paige. I stand Paige. I think Paige always has such good energy, but like something was just off. Like, I don't know if she had a bad day. 
uh-huh. if something else is going on in her life. But like, it was just not a good look. Although today, Lindsay did post that she is on her second day of egg retrieval. So I think she's in the IVF process. And this was while her and Carl were on their way to um, Barry's boot camp, the fitness yeah. place. And I'm literally thinking to myself, okay, she's clearly having it. She's trying to have a child with Car- Carl. Like, why would she not be like, who else are you going to have provide the sperm? You're doing, she's doing IVF. Like she clearly needs someone for sperm. So Carl seems like the natural fit. She hasn't specified who would be the father? Well, no, I think it's assumed that it's Carl. It wouldn't just be some like Joe Schmo off the street. Yeah. Oh my God. But I think, I don't know how IVF works, but it's something like the follicles and there's eggs within the follicles and it has to take so that they can actually do it in a Petri dish to see if it'll create an embryo and put it back into her. Yes. They just did this on the Kardashians, right? Yes, they did. They did. It's baby season. They were so weird in that episode. I couldn't handle it. Well, was she going to like, okay, I'm, I feel like sometimes I get like too inappropriate on this podcast. I feel like she was going to give him head. Like she was like, oh, there can't be any saliva. I'm like, why would you like say this out loud? Yeah. And this poor girl's just trying to do her job. Knows she's going to be on national television. And she's like, so there can't be any spit in this cup as they're trying to do the sperm retrieval. But I mean, usually what they have them do is they usually just have the guy jerk off in a cup. Like that's common form is. When you go to a place like that, they're just like, okay, here you go. And the guy goes in the bathroom. This is like a normal thing. Like people do it all the time. Yeah. Like in Vanderpump rules, Tom Schwartz had to do a sample of his sperm and he just went in the bathroom and like did a little one too. And then. And then that was it. That was it. Like, I didn't know this needed to be a whole production with two people. And then she closes the blinds. I was like, this is, this is a lot. I know. I was like, what the hell is going on? Like they clearly don't get nervous at the doctors like we do, because I don't like move or talk to the doctors. I literally say what I need to say. And then I'm just like silent the rest of the time. But yeah, that's the recap. I think she's having a boy. Wait, I don't know why the fuck I just said that. I don't think she's having a boy. I think she's just she's having, having a baby. I'm kind of excited. What if I manifested that? What if she's actually having a boy? Well, then we'll take this footage and we'll be like, she was right. How do you feel about Kyle and Amanda? I have a lot of thoughts. I'm going to try to really be nice here, but I don't think she should have married him. And I think everyone thinks she shouldn't have married him. I agree. He's too much of a sketchball. And I feel like you have a friend that went out and met him. And in general- yeah. I'm like, he's out with like girls our age. But at the same time, that's what he does for work. Like that's part of his job. Like I feel like people in the beer industry, you're constantly going to bars and beer distributors to get your product in stores. Yeah. Like that just comes with the territory. That's why I can't do anyone in nightlife because I'm like, I don't trust you bitches. Like I can't, I can't. Not to mention like, okay, so like, let's say that's your work. You have to then be a good communicator because the fact that she tried to call him, in that episode, like 37 times and he didn't answer. I'm like, that is sketchy. I think there's a lot of issues at the core. Yeah. Um, I think there's clearly trust issues. And then on top of that, it almost makes me think, is the show and the money worth it to your relationship? If you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I almost wonder if them being on the show is more harmful to their relationship than it is helpful. Yeah, I'm sure it's great for their brand and like Loverboy, everyone's drinking it. But for their actual relationship, like one, all of that being filmed and then two, having to watch it back. Like, I feel like that can't be easy. And then on top of that, everyone has opinions about the relationship. Yeah, because odds are if she did marry him, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Like off camera, the relationship can't be that bad. 
So they got to be in like, I don't know, a lot of couples therapy to figure that shit out. I don't know. I don't know. I wish them the best. I hope they work out. I do think Kyle's hilarious. Amanda had a, her look was so good for the green reunion. I hope they can figure it out, but I definitely think they have very different personalities. Yeah. I think very different personalities, very different wants and needs. I don't know. That's just my, my hot take. Let's, let's move on. Let's pivot from that. Okay. Digital norms is what I want to call it. Like digital norms, relationship norms, things that could be weird, but we're not sure if they're weird. I feel like this is sounding, I don't know if people are going to get what I'm talking about as I'm describing this, but I wanted to talk about sharing locations. Like, cause I do think some people are, there's two ends of the conversation. There's people mm-hmm. who were like, no, I would never share my location with anyone. Yes. And there's people who are like, yeah, I will. Sh- I'll share with anyone. I'll share with like my fucking like mailman. <laughs> no, exactly. What, what side do you lean on? And like, how do you feel about it? I am totally the person like I'll share with my mailman. Not literally because I don't have like people keep their Snapchat locations on, which I think is that's too much. Like like everyone has randos on Snapchat. Like I don't need people who I'm not close with knowing where I live. Like I really yeah that that's crossing the line. But with my friends, like I think as a female, it is so important for safety reasons to make sure someone has your location, whether it be like your parents or a friend. Like at least someone needs your location. Like one of my friends her location like doesn't work on her phone. And I'm like, that is so unsafe because if you are in trouble, we can't find you. What is your opinion? So I grew up with the tracker on my car, tracker on my phone. Life 360 is not allowed to come off my phone even at 25. What is Life 360? Oh, Life 360 is an app that my mom has to track all three of her daughters and it puts us on a map. So she she can see how far we drive. She can see how long our trips were, where we were. Really? Background, my mom- used to work in like rape and homicide before she had kids and switched to a different area of law. But um, she's seen it all. She's seen it all. And she's like, I know what happened. She's like, you guys just like think nothing will happen to you. And she's like, you just have to be like aware of your surroundings 24 seven. So yes, I, I'm fine because I've been giving my location to my mom and I would literally tell her straight up and be like, I'm going to a boy's house. I'm like, here you go. She's going to find out either way. I'm just going to tell the truth. I'm going to a boy's house. Do I share my location with everyone? No, I feel like it just my close friends who have my location and my mom yeah and my sisters I have your location which guys Katie it's so funny I looked at oh my location, and the name of her house when she's home it says Cokie's Cave and I was like how did you even do that but- okay so actually a lot of people ask me about that they're like how did you change the name I'm like you can edit it in your phone yes it's like you look where Katie is and it's like she's at the Cokie's Cave Cokie's Cave so background for people who haven't been listening to the podcast for a while, my nickname uh-huh. in college was Coco. And then my parents started calling me Cokie. So I like self-branded myself as Cokie. And then I was like, Cokie's Cave. Like it just kind of rolls off the tongue. This is my house, Cokie's Cave. I love it. And when you're rich and famous one day, you'll have Cokie's Castle. Oh, that's, I didn't even think of that. I feel like it doesn't even matter if it's a C or K, like sounding noise. It's like whatever I do, it becomes like, I went over and did someone's hair for something and we're like, oh, Cokie Salon. Like, it doesn't even matter what it is. It's Cokie anything. It just, the Cokie it just is like fun. Trademark. But the reason I brought up locations is because when I went away a few weekends ago and I met up with someone and I was in a different city and I was like, hey, come meet me at here, blah, blah, blah. I gave this person my location like hours before because I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you can't reach me and I'm drinking, like, here's my location. It was actually a guy to preface. If it's a girl, I don't care. I'll give you my location whenever. 
but I feel like it does get weird with giving locations to guys because I feel like they feel like it's a big step. But I was just thinking like, okay, I'm in a new area. Like, I don't know where I am. I'm also drinking and I'm with friends. So if I don't answer you on my phone, at least you have my location if you need to find me. Because like he was going to meet up with me. Yeah, no, that's smart. And you didn't do share indefinitely. You did probably share. No. Oh my God. If I did share indefinitely, that's actually psychotic. Um, Because <laughs> then if I did share indefinitely, it's like, are you going to share it back or not? Like, are you just going to like track where I'm going and you're not going to share it back? Yeah. I did share until end of day. Okay. So I think I, I think I shared it. I think I shared it around like before I went to dinner because I was like bobbing around. I was in different districts of New York. So I was like starting in meatpacking. Then we were going to Gramercy Park. Then we were going to Lower East Side. So I was like, okay, well, you can just like track where I am if you're meeting me at a certain time. Like if I'm not there yet, at least you can see what my timing is. But yeah, I just didn't until end of day. Like you, you, they're not, they're not getting it for <laughs> I ever. Yeah. I kind of think that's like a bold, like confident move because you're out with your friends. You'll give him your location because you know, you'll probably see him later. And you're like, if you're around and you're trying to find me here, I am. If not, I'm not going to be glued to my phone being like, when are you going to come find me? Yeah. Well, I feel like I need to, I need to preface this. Like we had plans for him to meet me okay. at X location. Oh, so then, yeah. So it was just like, cause I was on the top floor. I'm like, if I don't answer, cause I'm, I was at someone's party. I was like, you know, I'm here, but like, if you need to see where I'm going point A to point B, because I said, be there at certain time. And like, if I'm not there yet, because we're still pregaming or whatever, like you can at least see what I'm doing if you're meeting up with me. Yeah. But it was like a set plan. It wasn't like, I was like, oh, I'm in town and here's my location. Like a thirsty bitch. I was just like, yeah. if you need to find me here, the fuck I am. Yeah. So that's smart. I don't know. I feel like I, I think like that was really mixed. I feel like some people were like, mm, not sure why you did that. Um, I don't agree. No, I think that was smart. I don't know. I'm like, it might've been a little, a little too bold, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't care. Like what you're going to judge me because I share my location with you. Yeah, no. Yeah. But the, another thing that I think boys think is weird that girls do all the time that I do all the time. Cause I'm too lazy to text or I'm in the car or I'm really doing anything. And when I text, I just like seem like a bitch. I just send voice memos. Are you like, I feel like we're active voice memos together, but do you feel like you actively send voice memos outside of our conversations? Not usually. Sometimes I do. I like when I do it, but what's funny is I have a friend that I've been friends with her since I was younger and we don't catch up a lot, but we send each other videos, which sounds sketchy. Videos of what? Just yourself? Ourselves, like recapping our lives. Like, hey, how are you? But it's like a face time voice but there's no person on the other side yes which the the concept of it sounds weird but trust me we've been doing it for years people are going to start doing it because it's like if you need to like if you want to update a friend on your life but you don't have time to like go on a facetime you just uh-huh. make a video of telling them like what happened and then when they have the free time to listen to it then they just respond back and it's like a video voice. i have a lot of feelings about this right now that i can't formulate Ooh. into words <laughs> Because the concept of it is weird. It's like, oh, you're just recording yourself and sending a video. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it reminds me, it reminds me of salespeople who do that. Like, you know, salespeople on LinkedIn, they'll just, they'll message you and they'll send a video or they'll get in your DMs and they'll send a video. And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and they'll personalize it and they'll be like, hey, Katie, blah, 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 blah. And I just like, never received that. So I actually went to a marketing conference and people were saying to generate leads to start doing that. It feels more personalized. I'm like, to me, that does not feel personalized. That feels weird to me. And I don't want to watch a video of someone talking to themselves. But um, I guess if it's your friend, it's different because like you do want to see them. But I don't know if I'd want to send one of myself. I think I just like a voice memo because I don't, I don't know if I need to like 
yeah. show myself in that moment. They need to make like a voice memo that like stays. Like I hate voice memos that are super long because the second your phone like goes dark, it starts from the beginning. And I'm like, this is a load of bullshit. So like whenever I would get like a video from her, I would just like put it on and then put my phone to the side, not like sit and watch. Oh, so you're not looking at it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Not like a TV show, but kind of like a podcast. that's like on video, but like, I'm not looking at it and I'm just doing whatever I'm doing and listening because like voice memos, they go away quickly if you don't listen. And then I hate, yeah, if they're longer and you're, does that ever happen that your screen goes black and then you're like, fuck, I have to listen to this from the start. My screen, my screen never goes black. My problem with voice oh. memos, my, I don't know if I don't, I don't know if I have that setting on my phone. That could probably be what it is. Like the sleep out after a certain amount of time, like not being touched. But oh. what I don't like about voice memos is sometimes I'll be halfway through and then I have to do something and then I forget to go back to it and then it vanishes. Or I want to scroll forward because I'm just like, okay, I'm like, let's get to the point of this year. And like, I can't do that. Yeah, they need to update that feature. That's why with like a, if you leave someone a video, you can just scroll. You can do all that. They need to make it for audio. I think they need to make it TikTok style where they allow you to trim it and they allowed you to like yes. the audio or something. I mean, that's like years away. I mean, I don't know how much action voice memos are getting, but I also love them because people, I've actually had a lot of people reaching out to me about jobs, not like for me to work for them, but they're interested in like, getting hired somewhere else and they're asking me for advice. And then like, when I have to say a bunch of shit, I'm like, if I'm like doing, if I'm answering emails on my laptop and I have to like text to another person, I'm like, I simply, this is like a lot of words. I'm like, I'm just sending a voice memo. Like, I don't care who you are, how close we are. I'm sending you a voice memo and like take notes. I love that. No, it's like very convenient. I do it when I'm like running out or I'm late getting ready. And I'm like, it's just so much easier to just like talk. So much easier, especially if you're doing your makeup and like there's shit on your hands. And then that's like, that's like my biggest pet peeve is like when I'm doing anything with like glam and then I touch things and then they get like greasier, they get like shit on them. And then it's just like, "Eh." so have you ever left a boy a voice memo? Oh yeah. Oh, you do. Wait, so this is okay. So I have two thoughts on this. Okay. The one time I bartended in December, I met this guy at a bar afterwards who was, I was going to say not cute, but that's a little rude, but he really was not, he was not my type. Okay. He was not it. (laughs) Not Um, your type. He was not my type. He was older and he was a teacher and he was just giving me like, I don't know, down hometown vibes. You know what I mean? Like, um, farmery. Okay. Hot farmer. Yeah. Just like a farmer. Yeah. So I was like, all right, whatever. Very nice, though, great conversationalist. So he's like, can I have your number? And like, sometimes I get the conversations. I'm just like, sure, have it, whatever. So I give him my number. And then he actually sends me a voice memo instead of texting me. So I didn't know this person. Yeah. And it was like a stranger, like a rando, basically. And with their first communication being a voice memo, I was skeeved out. I was like, mm, this is a little weird. Yeah. I feel like we weren't there yet. We like the our connection wasn't there yet for you to send me a voice memo. Like we just weren't there. Yeah, that's extremely creepy. It was too much too soon. Um, so then I was immediately weirded out. But I did. I instantly blocked. Voice that's what I would have done. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I think I just deleted him. I don't. Was he like predator vibes? I'm like, why are you leaving me a voice memo when you like? Right, and he was like, let's go to a winery. Like blah blah blah. He was just like in his thirties. No. I'm like. No, no, no. I'm like, no. this isn't it. Like, I love this for you, but we're not, we're not it. And he also lived in the suburbs. I'm like, no, this is a lot. No, not right. Um, but I have sent voice memos to boys before, but it's if I've 
if it's one, if it's like a non-romantic relationship and two, even if it is like a semi-romantic relationship, we have to like know each other well enough for me to send a voice memo. Usually I send voice memos if I feel like not weird about it. Like if I feel like the person's not judgy, then I'll just be like, okay, here's a voice memo. Like I did send yeah. a voice memo to someone trying to figure out a plan for something and they actually were at a game and they were like, I'm I, like, they're like, I can't like hear this right now. Can you just text this? <laughs> I was like, sure, it defeats the purpose, but sure. That's why I don't um, ever send Andrew one because I think I've sent him like a few and he's like, can you just text that? And I'm like, can't you just click the play button? Well, it's- that's what's hard with going back to work too. It's like, we're so used to sending voice memos and just like listening to it while we're like doing work shit. And like, I feel like I send my friend Callahan voice memos and she's like, I can't listen to this right now. Cause like, she's in the fucking office. Like she can't just be like, oh, let me just play this out loud. Don't mind me. Katie explaining like her most recent, like intimate details of her date. Yeah. I don't even know what I sent my, Wait, my voice memo about, but like, I never I really told you this, to but my mom was in the room once when I was listening to one of your voices. Oh, Jesus ones. Christ. Here and we you go. Were being, like, you were like okay. saying wild giving graphic details. Oh my God. Wait, I'm embarrassed. Was it recent? But here's the thing. My mom, like I'm always like watching TikToks in front of her. So she didn't hear it. Um, okay. But like, I just thought it was so funny because you're like speaking. And I was like, did you hear that? And my mom like was like, no. And I'm like, okay, good. Are you sure she didn't hear it? Cause now I'm like, I'm feeling weird. No, my mom's obsessed with you. So even if she did hear it, she'd be like, oh, I need to do that. Cause I know I said some like graphic things recently to people on voice memos. <laughs> no, she didn't hear. But if she did hear it, she'd be like, that's my Katie. Love her. Yeah. Someone's got to keep it real. I feel like I'm like so PC during the work day that mm-hmm. I have to say wild shit after the work day. To like really get it all out. Yeah. To really get it out. I simply have to. Like I've been working on like not cursing and everything. It's wild. Oh yeah. Not that I curse in meetings, but just to prevent myself from doing it. I try to ease back. Smart. Because now that I'm babysitting, I have to like really watch my mouth because I'm like, I can't be accidentally dropping something and being like, fuck. I know. Now that Ed is older, I'm like, oh, I can't curse in front of her anymore. Yeah. You're just like, darn it. And I always do. Yeah. She'll start repeating soon enough. Soon enough. And it's going to be like, shut the fuck up. And I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Wait, the other day, Andrew and I were going for a walk and this mom was yelling at her kid. And I don't shame any parent who yells at their kid like kids are fucking annoying. And mm-hmm. she goes, you need to fucking stop it immediately. Oh, my God. How old was the kid? I he was like four like now very young and I was like okay that's a New York thing I'm not even gonna lie because I was on the train one time from Secaucus or from Penn Station New York to Secaucus and it was like the line that goes to Trenton and this woman is like screaming at her kids and like cursing at them and her kids are like five or six and she's like saying like the f word and like all this shit and I'm like all right I'm like this is making me uncomfortable I know I was like wait you just told your kid to like cut the fucking shit or to fucking stop it like I guess they're numb to it though when they get older when someone tells them to fuck off they don't take it as personally I don't know I'd be concerned that they'd go to school and like their teacher would do something and they'd scream like shut the fuck up and then you get a phone call from the school saying your kid's cursing yeah, the school thing, I wouldn't want that. That's like my my biggest concern too. I because then it's a reflection of you as a parent. People are like, ooh. Yeah, exactly. I think that rounds out this episode. We've covered, we've covered a lot of topics here. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you all in 
two weeks. You can follow us at the Moral Hangover Podcast. We have new episodes every other Monday. Um, you can follow us on TikTok at the Moral Hangover Podcast. And you can leave a review. You can share our podcast with someone. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We love you all. And we will see you in two weeks. Bye, everyone. Bye.